Summertime. Hi guys and welcome to the second episode of our podcast Hannah Time. I'm Hannah J and I'm Hannah M. So let's dive right in. Hannah, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you're loving right now? And there could be any TV shows. I don't know what what you're up to at the moment. What you loving? So yeah, well, what I'm watching at the moment is Married at First Sight Australia. Love it. It is so good. Yeah, honestly, it's so gripping. It's so they did a UK version as well, but I actually think the Australian one is even better. So obviously, it's these couples literally marrying a complete stranger. So it's it is crazy. I don't know if I personally do it. But the drama is amazing. So I would definitely recommend you watching that. Yeah, it's definitely not one for me. Can't say I'd love to get a married at first sight. But the accents, I think there's something about the Australian accent that I love. Um, it just makes it a hundred times better. Definitely. And the sunny weather, oh, it just looks so nice out there. But yeah, everyone needs to give that a watch. And then in terms of something else I'm loving is I've been organising my save folders on Instagram. So I don't know if you do this, Hannah, as well. I actually do. So for every place that I want to visit, say like Manchester or London, I kind of go through like people's Instagram pages. If I see somewhere they've been, I save it to like places I want to visit in that location. Amazing. I love that. That's such a good idea. Yeah, I've got a few folders. So I've got like clothes, um, like interior inspiration, maybe some inspirational quotes. I honestly like... I just loved organising it because I always see things I like and you might as well create a folder and save it into there. So if anyone's not done it, I definitely recommend you doing that. Kind of like a Pinterest board, isn't it? Yeah, literally. Yeah, it's, it, it does remind me a bit of Pinterest, like saving it into these different folders. And yeah, I do really like it. And I just like going back to my folders if I need like inspiration for an outfit or if I want to like jazz up the home a bit. It's, it is really, really good. But yeah, what are you loving right now, Hannah? So I've just started watching, I don't know, it's on Netflix, it's called 60 Days In. It's basically about, say, I think it's like six, is it six people? So basically they get put in prison, um, but obviously they haven't committed any murders or they haven't committed any crimes, uh, but they go on in undercover, um, basically to like see what's going wrong in the jail to report back to like the head, the head person. Um, so this is the second season I'm watching, the first season, like basically they found like loads of like, um, police officers that were like helping like get drugs in and stuff and I just think it's great because I'd love to see like what it was actually like in prison without actually going into prison yeah definitely I bet that's so interesting yeah and then I'm also loving my apple watch at the moment um I've had it for quite a while but I'm currently obsessed with closing all my rings um so if you haven't got an apple watch that's when basically you have to hit all your calorie goals stand up 12 hours a day or not 12 hours a minute every hour for 12 hours and also do 30 minutes of exercise. So I'm obsessed with trying to close that at the moment. Um, and one of my friends has just got one. So we love having competitions um, and doing all that with it. So it's great. Isn't there like an option as well on Apple Watch to like walkie-talkie to each other? Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, we annoy each other with that. I even annoy my parents with it. Um, and they're in like a different country. It's brilliant. That is so cool. I really, really want to get an Apple Watch. It's definitely on my wish list. 
but I'll definitely have to watch that other program as well. So before we introduce our guests, I thought also we could summarise some of the new social media features that have just come out. So Hannah, do you want to start? Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, so Spotify have launched a fun new personalised experience and playlist called Only You. Um, it focuses on like your favourite music and how you listen. So it's kind of similar to the Spotify Wrapped, but it gives more personalised like little snippets. Um, and it came up on my Spotify the other day. And it's brilliant. So it's like you, you, if you're a sun sign, um, so sun sign, your top artist is Justin Bieber. Um, it's like, it just comes up with like random stuff. Like, so who else, who else but you would play Olivia Rodrigo after Greta Van Fleet. So it just kind of looks at like you random stuff and like picks up on it. And that's like coupled with, they've also like launched a new blended experience. So basically you invite one of your friends to a playlist and it creates a curated like, uh, playlist so it listens looks at what you listen to looks at what your friend listens to and adds songs to a playlist together and like the playlist like develops over time as well so as you listen to like new things and new people get added like different songs get added and then there's also a new boost option on LinkedIn so for more of the LinkedIn lovers um, this new feature is great because uh, you can reach broader audiences with your organic content because you can boost any high performing organic post directly from your LinkedIn page um, we're literally just clicking a button, um, which would be great for everyone on LinkedIn. So, um, so what are your two social media features that you're liking at the moment, Hannah, or anything that's caught your eyes? Yeah, so um, recently Instagram have released some new insights for Reels and Instagram Live, which is really good. So for Reels, they'll now be showcasing new metrics such as plays, accounts reach, likes, comments, and saves and shares. And then also for live, they're going to share insights into accounts reached, comments and shares and also viewers. So I think this would be so interesting to see the results of your reels and lives into more detail. So I think that's definitely going to be really good for all the marketers out there. That'd be brilliant, especially for any campaigns you're doing. You can see better metrics. Definitely. And then another thing which I think is great is that Instagram has also added some new pronouns to users' profiles. So you can select up to four pronouns now and um, to access the, this new feature, all you need to do is go into your edit profile, press pronouns and then enter your chosen identifiers. So it's super simple and I think this is a great diverse new addition to Instagram. So yeah, well done Instagram for this excellent thoughtful update. Right, now time to get into the part I'm sure a lot of you have been waiting for. It's time to bring our new guests on. And this week we have Nana Crawford, the social media manager at British Red Cross. Hi Nana, thank you so much for joining us for our second episode of Hannah Time. We're so excited to have you on the podcast. Oh, thank you. Thank you for inviting me. And I love the fact that you're both called Hannah. I just think that <laughs> makes it much more easier to remember whose name's who. <laughs> Um, so let's dive straight in then, shall we? Um, if you were stuck on an island and could only use one social media platform, what would it be? This is such a good question. I've, I've been thinking about this. I personally, I love Instagram. Um, I've just, that's always been my go-to uh, social channel. Um, I do also like TikTok, as many people, lots of my friends know, because I'm constantly bombarding them with TikTok videos and just encouraging them soft encouragement let's say to do tiktok challenges with me <laughs> um but i think if i was stuck on a desert island i actually think i would use like clubhouse or something 
I just don't like the idea of people seeing me gradually like getting worse, <laughs> like my hair getting worse and anything like that. Whereas I feel like I could make a really interesting kind of um, sound type of diaries type of thing. And I feel like it would also give me a chance to try something new. And yeah, and I think I feel like because people can't see me, I could get people kind of just chat, asking me general questions, you know, like, what's the vibe on the island? There is none. It's just me. You know, those kind of things. So I actually think I would try something different. And also, because I try something different, my friends would be like, oh, my gosh, she must be actually stuck on an island because she's not on Instagram. <laughs> so hopefully they'd rescue me i'm sure you'd have tons of people tuning in it'd be like a you know how like everyone comes up and watches like love island at nine o'clock every night when it's on it'll be like everyone tuning into nana on the island yeah <laughs> island update with nana oh, i love that that is such a good idea i haven't thought of clubhouse okay so my next question is tell us a feature you would love an app to create you could be as creative as you like with this one as well oh um a feature an app could create I guess I think the most annoying thing about the different social media channels is that I, I mean they're all trying to compete with each other so you get some features on TikTok for example that you don't have on Instagram reels and it's just a bit of a pain because you get used to doing something one way and then you have to change the way you do it another way and also social media management tools in general don't answer that. They don't kind of like have everything. So I guess if it was, if it was a single, if it was like a single app that I had, I'd love to be able to choose what features from the different social channels that I wanted. So for example, like on Instagram, I'd love to keep the filters. Like I'd love to be able to just kind of like search the filters and just keep them there. But then on TikTok, I love um, how simple it is to add the duration of your text. It sounds really lame, but things like that bring me joy when it's a feature that's so simple to use. Um, but I do find it harder to do that on Instagram Reels, for example. So I feel like I'd love to be able to have one app that basically like nabs little features from different places so that I can just have basically have my buffet selection but just the stuff that I want brilliant yeah I 100% agree with you on the TikTok front and the reels front reels are so much more difficult and complicated even though they're kind of the same thing but to put them together it's like two different things it really is and also reels don't save as well as your TikToks do like your TikTok I have so many TikTok drafts that I look at my phone I'm like what is when did I make this Whereas in reels, when I go through the effort of actually making a reel and then I think I've saved it, I go back and it's not saved. And then that's just that's basically me on a downward spiral for the rest of the week. Because <laughs> I'm so mad. So on the topic of your TikTok, we love the content on the British Red Cross's TikTok. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about your TikTok journey? Yeah, sure. Um, I guess it started, so we weren't the first Red Cross um, organization actually on TikTok. The International Federation of the Red Cross joined TikTok before us and we have like a Slack group with all the different national societies and they basically posted in there and they were like hey guys we're on TikTok and we're kind of loving it we think you guys would love it too. So I was like okay let me download this thing and see what it's about. 
um so when we first joined we just kind of like we registered just to save our name um because there wasn't any other british red crosses on there thankfully um and we just sort of like played with the platform a bit so just got used to what people were doing on it how it worked you know trying to get a sense of the average length of videos that we were seeing versus what people were posting as well um and also just using it just kind of using it creating lots of videos and then deleting them because no one would ever want to see those you never want to see those first drafts that you created because they're awful um so we did that and then once we kind of got to understand the platform we then had to have a think about what did we want to use it for because I think it's all well and good knowing how to use it. But if you don't know how you're going to use it, it's kind of pointless, essentially. Um, so with the social team, we sort of sat and thought about, like, what do we want to achieve with our TikTok channel? And our main thing was to bring a sense of personality to the British Red Cross um, and to offer something different to our other channels. So that's when we sort of like decided that we would really try and make sure that this is where we have fun. Um, and try and talk about all the different areas of our work in a really simple way for people to understand what the British Red Cross is about um, and also just build that community engagement because we noticed that on a lot of other TikTok um, channels people were really keen on comments so we were like okay so we're obviously going to get lots of comments so we need to make sure that we have a relatively kind of relaxed tone of voice that we have a bit of banter with people that you know if people kind of rip us because we're not doing a dance properly you know we can laugh at ourselves and that was really important for us so once we sort of understood it was just a case of jumping on the platform and trying different things out and trying to get a sense of what it is that people already knew about the British Red Cross from what we were posting versus what we think people could learn more about um, and the things that we sort of realized was that first aid was a great section for us to talk about because a people already knew what it was but they didn't really necessarily associate it with British Red Cross as well so that was a great um area and also it's educational as, as well so it was just a balance about having fun but creating content that's also educational for our audiences and just having a bit of a laugh and building up that kind of community um on our channel and that's the kind of formula that's worked really well for us you're absolutely smashing it. What would you say your favourite video is to make? Which, my favourite video? Yeah. Oh my gosh, what is my favourite video? I think my favourite video is, um, so you know that, that trend which is like, choose your character. And then we have, yeah, so I, there's um, Leon who used to work for us, was so great because I would message him really randomly and be like, hey Leon, can you just slide down your banister and dance on your table in your British Red Cross t-shirt? <laughs> and he wouldn't even ask any questions. He'd just go, okay, um, do you want me to do it fast or slow? And I'm like, this is the kind of guy <laughs> that understands what TikTok's about. Doesn't ask any questions, just gets on with it. So when that trend came up and I was like, oh, this is a really great way for us to show how we're helping through COVID. Um, with the different services that we're offering um, and Leon kind of just jumped on it straight away and he actually really loved doing it. He sent me so many versions of him just jumping and just staying in place for so long. Um, I could probably make a, like, a good like hour 
video of just Leon jumping and just staying in place. But that was really fun for me because it was great to get someone else involved. And it also got so much feedback in the comments about our work. And it was the one video where people were like, I didn't know that you were helping people with their medicine prescriptions. I didn't know that you were delivering food. It kind of showcased what we were doing in a really simple way for people to understand. And that's what I really like about um, our TikTok channel. Yeah, that's great. It's a great platform as well to show like educational like information about the charity, but in like a fun and lighthearted way as well. I think it's, you've hit the nail on the there. It's, it's great. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I really enjoy it. And it's fun. And I also love seeing other charities on there like shelter and water aid amnesty they're all doing incredible stuff the world food program recently did a hashtag challenge invisible meal um which has done so well and it's so simple and um, so it's really really nice to see other charities kind of embracing the platform and i also love how clever teachers are with it as well like i've basically retaught myself the whole of my secondary education from watching TikTok, like I completely get Pythagoras' theorem now because I've learned it off someone. And I also understand spreadsheets, like because I follow Miss Excel. If you told me, like, you know, even like a couple of months ago that Nana, you would know how to sort out your columns in Excel, I'd be like, no, you're lying. But I do because of TikTok. Brilliant. <laughs> Spreadsheet TikTok is amazing. I honestly, I'm the same. I've learned so much, it's crazy. So good. And it's just like a little little video, isn't it? It's literally like, what, like 10 seconds or 15 yeah. seconds. And it's yeah. so easy to pick up. So easy. Like, I've just, honestly, my life has changed. My spreadsheets are banging now. Like, people are really impressed with my spreadsheets. <laughs> if only they knew it was TikTok that was teaching you. <laughs> I know, only. <laughs> cool. Um, so my next question is, what piece of advice would you give to all the social media lovers slash marketers out there is maybe there a particular book they need to read, a quote they need to live by, or a social media tool that they need to use? Oh, um, I would probably say that my one piece of advice is to get off social. And um, because you kind of, I think especially for, when, you're, when you work in social, it almost consumes your day and evening. And for me, it's finding that break between work like doing social for work and then doing social because for me and for my channels as well so I would definitely say that if you are in that space you need to find days where you just don't do anything because it helps not only kind of like with your mental health um, and feeling less overwhelmed but it also it's really helped me kind of like reset my creativity as well because I think often you find people think that they need to be on the channels to feel creative, but actually you're constantly consuming stuff that often you don't have enough time to take a step back and think about all the things that you've kind of seen or heard or all that kind of stuff. So I sometimes will just take a break and not do any social um, and just kind of like think about the stuff that I've seen and just write it down, you know, like good old pen and paper like that's never going to get old is it a good old pen and paper um so I would actually say that the one thing that people really need to do if they are in social media marketing is to not do it sometimes because it benefits you 
mentally, physically as well, you know, like a lot of people I know sometimes get lots of headaches and they're just kind of like, why? And it's like, because you're just kind of consuming everything all the time. Um, so that would be my one piece of advice. So, yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. And definitely very, very true. Cause I literally feel like I spend 24 seven on my phone and isn't always necessary. The best thing is it? you kind of ignore the real world and everything's a little screen, which is crazy. Yeah, exactly. And what's really interesting is that sometimes when I'm, if I'm not on a like social media break and I see other people who are, and they're constantly documenting their social media break. And I'm just like, but it's not a social media break. If I know that you're on a social media break and then you're telling me that you're on a break and then you're showing me through your Instagram that you're in the woods having a nice break from social in like the forest or whatever. And it's just like, okay, but now I know because I found out from social. So it's about finding that balance because you can do all those things and you can film and that kind of stuff, but just don't post it you know, save it for when you do come back from your break and then be like, hey guys, I've been on a break for the last couple of days and this is what I've been up to. If you really want to show people, you don't have to show them in the moment when you're taking a break because it just sort of defeats the whole purpose of having a break. Mm, definitely. And I think always, sometimes a good thing to do is just go for a walk. If like you've not got any ideas or anything, sometimes they think, oh, I'll just go for a walk on my lunch break think of some blog topics or something and they feel like they come to you when you've not you're not surrounded by all that technology exactly yeah and you just kind of it just it really does help you reset your just everything just kind of you almost start afresh and sometimes that's not a bad thing I think a lot of people think that if they take a break they'll miss out but I actually think that by not taking a break they're missing out more my next question is how do you find an agency to work with? Like, what kind of websites do you use to find them? Or is there a specific one you use? Or where do you read about agencies? Um, so I actually, I'm more of a word of mouth kind of girl. So I like to talk to people who work in a similar role or in marketing and ask them about agencies that they've worked with um, and sort of get a list together before I look at the agency's websites. I'm a massive LinkedIn stalker as well. So I will, stalk, I will stalk um, anyone on LinkedIn that works for an agency just to get a sense of um, who they are. For me, it's about, because a website can look really nice. Like an agency website can look really nice. It can look really slick and you can have all these amazing graphics and all that kind of stuff. But then when you look at the person on LinkedIn, they haven't posted in the last like four years. You're just kind of like, well, what are you doing like how does that work you know so for me it's about um kind of not only getting recommendations from people but once I find an agency I like to look up people that work there to get a sense of who they are because it's really important especially at the British Red Cross um whenever we're working with an agency you want to work with an agency that gets your values and understands your values as well because it just makes working a lot easier um, and you want to work with people that are fun and creative and a lot of the time the websites will say we're super fun we're super creative you know but then you look at their channels and you're like oh so you're not that <laughs> you're not that fun <laughs> you haven't posted about anything fun so it's just um balance but yeah I would definitely say that I always look for recommendations from people I'm always happy to recommend um agencies to people that I've worked with that I've really enjoyed um, the process and even if I haven't done anything with them 
but I've enjoyed kind of like the meetings and the brainstorms and I found that they've been really valuable then I'll always recommend them because it doesn't necessarily have to be the work that they've produced but the fact that they've understood briefs and been really flexible um that is equally as important to me as well yeah that's great and we're on to the last question now so last but not least what has been your social media highlight in your career oh oh that's a great question I had probably a few highlights um I think the first thing that obviously comes to mind is winning an award for best use of TikTok, um, drum award last year, um, which is amazing, especially for a new channel that, you know, we only started using like a year ago or so. So to win an award for it was amazing and really sort of like proved not only kind of like internally to people, um, but also just sort of prove that we know, like my team, we know what we're doing, you know, like just let us do what we do and we'll do it really well. Um, another highlight of mine has just been just growing and having such an amazing team. Like I love my team. They're so good. Um, and they kind of, they just get it. I don't feel like I need to sort of like manage them too much. I'd love to take a step back and just sort of like, you know, like a proud, I feel like sometimes I feel like a proud mother ducklet duck. Is that right? Yeah. And then all my like social media officers are like ducklings and they've just learned to swim and I just watch them swim. I just sit there just watching them swim. I'm like, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> but I re- I'm just really proud of my team. Um, and that is a real highlight for me and it's kind of it's not sometimes about the work and um you know because we've done so much work we've done so many things but just to have a team that you're really proud to wake up and work with makes such a difference so that for me is one of the highlights of my career definitely lovely (laughs) thank you what a lovely note to end on thank you very much nana for coming on the podcast it's been lovely oh no worries Thanks for inviting me. Stay tuned for our next episode where we interview another fabulous guest and fill you in on all the latest social media news. Hello.